Good morning. I'm so thankful for that song that we just sang because that's the whole reason for missions, that a thousand more people might come and have an opportunity to share the good news of Jesus Christ and to give him praise and glory forever. I want to thank for the privilege of being able to share on behalf of Trans World Radio, located here, right here in Cary, North Carolina. And as you probably know, there are many missionaries and staff that have participated in Trans World Radio, been involved in Trans World Radio, and are, and are part of our church. And I just want to mention a few so that you know and can pray for them. Uh, I, my name is Paul Stobie, and I'm the facilities manager at the Cary office. Then Jeff Haar and Glenda Haar. Uh, Jeff works in IT department, and his wife, Glenda, works in media content. Steve Hippie is our CFO at Transworld Radio, while his wife works as the uh, um, donor representative contacting people. Gina Ennis is our receptionist. Suzanne Sadler is, uh, works in donor receiving. And um, you all know Tom Streeter, who has been faithfully serving with Transworld Radio for many years and promoting the TW360 in our internet ministry. But there are many more that you, you probably are aware of. Paul Amos, uh, Cassius and Valerie Smith both served the Transworld Radio. Chuck Saunders, Wes Smith, Ann White, Dennis Walker, Steve and C.J. Bakke, Edmund and Marley Speaker, Karen Gray and Bob Fleming, as well as many others of those of you who have come and volunteered. Carrie Alliance has had an incredible impact on the global ministry of Transworld Radio over the years, and they continue to do so. What is amazing to me is Transworld Radio is a technical ministry, and because of a technical ministry, they allow introverts like myself to be part of the ministry, and we have an opportunity to be able to serve in the various capacity that God has given us. But Transworld Radio here in Cary is the background of our global ministry. Um, we raise funds, we work with cooperating broadcasters, to help them to produce programs and get programs into the different parts of the world. But we also help our national partners around the world in over 70 countries who produce the programs, record the programs, broadcast the programs, and do the follow-up of people that are responding to the gospel. Transworld Radio is the largest Christian radio broadcast in the world, and we're broadcasting programs in over 230 languages around the world. Our slogan is, Speaking Hope to the World. And that's what we do, seek to do every day. You know, last year we had over f 54 million personal interactions as a result of our radio and internet ministry. 54 million people have responded as a result of that. And God has given us some incredible opportunities to bring the hope of the gospel to people around the world in countries where you and I cannot go. Currently, um, the Streeters and the Horrors and I are the supported missionaries. And if you're interested, I have a display in the back as well as our prayer card. Please grab one, sign up for our mailing list, and see how you can become involved in the ministry with, with one of us here at Transworld Radio. Our theme here is Carry Alliance and Missions this week. And so I want to take an opportunity to challenge you to consider how you can become involved in missions. You may be a teenager considering what God has in store for you. You may be in the middle of your life and career and feel that God wants you to be, become more directly involved in ministry. Or you may be retired and you feel that you have some time to give 
Please consider giving an opportunity to using your gifts and abilities that God has given to assist ministries like Freedom to Lead, Transworld Radio, and other ministries here in our community. Last Wednesday, my one supported missionary who worked in my maintenance apartment retired. Because he was supported, there's no funds for me to hire a replacement. But God knew my needs, and he sent a retired police officer from Raleigh Police Department to volunteer for three days a week. He sent an IT person to volunteer one day a week, and he also sent a Wake Tech student to help me for two days a week. But I still have a great need to, for somebody who is much more tactical to help us with the challenging things. So if you, you know of anybody, please let us know and see if God can fill our needs here at the carry off of Transworld Radio. As we look at the world today, we realize that there are many barriers to the gospel. There are political barriers, social barriers, religious barriers, geographic barriers, language barriers, economic barriers, spiritual barriers, intellectual barriers, the list can go on. It is amazing to realize that God has given a ministry like Transworld Radio to get across many of those barriers and bring the hope of the gospel to some of the darkest and deepest regions of the world. Transworld, if it weren't for the radio and internet ministry, there are many people who would never, ever have an opportunity to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. I want to show you a brief video called Why Media and show how media can be used to get across the barriers. Have you ever considered just how big our world is? You, yes you, are one of the 7.8 billion people living in it. 7.8 billion, spread out over more than 500 million square kilometers. That's 200 million square miles of landmass. From bustling cities to desolate mountaintops, that's a lot of ground to cover. So how do you ensure everyone, everywhere, has access to the gospel, despite the barriers they face? Let's journey back to 1954, when Dr. Paul Freed faced a similar dilemma. His heart was set on sharing the hope of Jesus with the people of Spain. But how? Door after door was closed to him in Spain. So, he traveled across the 20-something miles of the Straits of Gibraltar to Tangier, Morocco. He knew that radio could bridge the distance. Which means, not only had he stumbled on one of the main barriers to the spread of the gospel, limited access, but also its solution, media. You see, media allows us to speak their language and share the gospel, even if the person doesn't own a Bible or cannot read its truths. It's a friend to the lonely, the nomadic, and those displaced by war. It delivers the gospel where missionaries and Bibles can't go. 
It gives people the anonymity they need to ask bold questions in hostile communities. And it helps believers live out their faith when secrecy is the only way. Quite simply, media meets people where they are. Romans 10, verse 13 says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Then it goes on to say in 14 and 15, How will they call on the one whom they have not believed in them? How will they believe in the one whom they have not heard? How will they hear unless someone preach to them? And how will they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of great joy. You know, Paul is asking here four questions here. And what was amazing to me as I was reviewing these four questions, he actually answers the, the previous question by the following question. And so he, the questions he asks, how will they call on the one whom they have not believed? How can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? How can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can they preach unless one said? So let's take these questions backwards and begin with the last one to get the answers Paul is, is proclaiming. First of all, he says, you must send a preacher to the ends of the earth. I thank God for churches like this, as Thomas has mentioned, who loved missions, are sending missionaries, supporting missions, and praying for missionaries every day. I'm grateful for the privilege that God has given me to be a part of TWR for the last 34 years being able to be a part of bringing the hope of the gospel, not only to my community, but also to the ends of the world, bringing the hope of the gospel to people that I would never be able to go. I would never be able to speak their language, but to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Listen to a man named Amir and how he and his grandmother found Christ. Amir was at a conference and he shared his testimony. He said, I was a member of ISIS. When ISIS began to dissolve, the army began to take control of our country. I got scared and ran for my life. I ran, fled to my grandmother's house, and they are hid there. While I was hiding in fear, I began to doubt my Muslim faith. During this time of doubting, my grandmother said that many years ago, she had been listening to a radio, and she came across a radio station that talked about Jesus Christ. And as she listened, she began to understand God and began to grow in her understanding and one day accepted Jesus Christ as her personal Savior. She said to Amir, I have never told anybody this because I'm afraid of the persecution. Amir began to listen to that radio station from T.W. Monte Carlo. And after a number of months, her grandmother said, Amir, would you like to become a believer as well? Amir responded, I knelt down with my grandmother and prayed and asked Jesus Christ to forgive my sins. At that conference, Amir was baptized and we began to train, disciple him so that he could share his faith and help other believers grow in their faith in Jesus Christ. 
This man who was an enemy of God, just like every one of us before we were born again, found Christ, accepted Christ's atoning sacrifice for his sins, and now is reconciled to God. A shopkeeper in Morocco shared how he met a foreigner who led him to Transworld Radio. He shared, one day a foreigner came into my shop and he came to buy some clothes. I was surprised that he spoke the Moroccan dialect so well, so I engaged him in a conversation and began to chat with him. And because I'm a religious man, I told him about what I believed in my, my religion. After I'd finished talking, the man gently said, would you be interested in receiving the New Testament as a gift? I received the gift and thanked him for it. He said, after that, I began to read the Bible every day. I, it seemed seems strange because the more I read, the more interested I became in the radio, or in the, in the Bible, and I wanted to understand more. One day, I was playing with my radio and I came across Transworld Radio's broadcast. Now I was listening to the programs, I began to become interested in what the programs were saying. It talked about a website where I could learn more and hear more. I liked the songs, the music, and the programs. And so I turned on the, searched the internet and found a program called Treasures of Wisdom. Since that day, I've been listening to the programs every single day. He said, the more I li listen, the more my heart rejoices and I feel peace. And then he wrote to us and said, that is why I decided to write to you. Is this all real? And if it is, how can I become a Christian? It seems to me that the God is the God of the Bible. And the God of the Bible is speaking to my heart and soul. Not only do we need to sin, but secondly, we free the preacher must tell them the message of salvation. Martha had a desire to escape Iran. And she tried to do that, but God used that to bring her to Christ. Martha said, about 10 years ago, somebody gave me a Bible. I read it for a while and put it aside. Shortly later, my sister came to know God. And she told me about the Bible and challenged me to study the Bible. But I didn't. Then she told me about Tony, the Persian broadcaster. I was really looking for a way to escape Iran and find a living a more safer place. And so as Tony would call her and talk to her, he talked to her for several months on and shared with her, and she continued to try to convince him that she needed to get out of Iran, out of her unsafe country. But Tony eventually told her about a Christian in her country. And that Christian then called her up and invited her to their house church. And she began to see and learn more about the God that Tony had been talking about on the radio. And as she saw the people, her God began to change her heart and her mind and began to have an impact on the, as she saw the relationship with these believers that she had. One day, Tony invited her to come outside the country and join them at a conference. During that conference, Martha accepted Jesus Christ as her personal savior. She said, I faced a lot of difficulties and problems in my life before, but today I have peace in my heart. I found that God has completely changed my life. Many people in my country are searching for peace and cannot find it in their religion or anything in the country. 
But I have discovered that peace in my heart comes from a personal relationship with my Heavenly Father. Martha went on to say, God has changed my heart. I have decided to stay in my country and share my faith with others. The Holy Spirit has challenged me to, to stay remain in this country, even though I know I'm going to face persecution and possibly death for sharing my faith. But she said, God has challenged me to share my testimony with others because I believe that if I share my faith with someone, they will share it with somebody else, who will share it with somebody else, and eventually everybody will know the truth. Not only must they preach the gospel, but the gospel must be clear. They must hear and understand. I'd like you to listen to a short video testimony of a Muslim Rashid, how God began to work slowly in his heart, and he began to heard the message of the gospel. And eventually, as he heard that message, God began to speak to them, help them understand, and he responded to the gospel. By God's grace, we shall reach the whole world. Yeshua, Jesus, the first time I was, this is weird, um, who's this? And I kept listening, and then I heard all the blasphemies for me as a Muslim, like he was God himself appearing in a flesh. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. And then I heard he was crucified, he had our sins uh, on him, and I was like, this is insane. Who are these guys? At the end, they gave the, the, the address for the program. I wrote it quickly. I still remember I wrote it on my hand. And I was so full of anger and upset because they are using the Arabic language. They speak like us, but they are preaching different message. So I wrote a letter, a long letter. I think a few weeks later, they, they sent me a response. That started a whole process of correspondence back and forth. That radio station that I listened to, it was TWR. I tell people always, I, I don't know the date, the exact timing of when I was born and in faith. I started doubting my faith and leaning toward the Christian faith progressively. So I sent a letter to my friends in TWR. I told one of the guys there, I think I'm a Christian because I have nothing in Islam left. 
they told me, we will connect you with somebody local. Who is this guy who lives here in Morocco and has the same thing like me? We made an appointment to meet downtown and then we met. And he started asking me all kinds of questions to make sure that I understand the Christian faith. And at the end he said, I think you're a believer. And he said, would you come if I invite you to a meeting where people like you meet? And that was a shock for me. People like me, what do you mean? He said, Moroccans. I said, Moroccans, Moroccans? He said, yeah, Moroccans, Moroccans. And I was like, I thought I'm the only one. He said, no, no, there are so many like you. And then I went to this meeting. I found out all of them almost have the same story. Radio, correspondence courses, and then coming to faith. It's almost identical with the whole group. And that's why I still believe in the power of gospel using media. Every uh, young guy I met and who became a Christian in that frame, let's say from 1980 until almost 2000, I ask him this simple question, how did you hear about the gospel first time? He will say TWR. Received another letter from, a, from Morocco, or a phone call from Morocco, from a woman who asked us to be baptized. The person that answered the phone said, how did you know, come to know Christ and why do you want to become baptized? She said, I like to read and I don't have a lot of money, so I go to the marketplace every time I need a new book and I go buy an old book. And one day I was at the marketplace and there was an old Bible. I thought it was very strange because this is a Muslim country and I was, became curious. And I bought this cheap Bible and I began to read the Bible. As a result of reading the Bible, my curiosity peaked. I got in contact with other people online who let me know about the WhatsApp group where they could learn, I could learn about the disciples and sensuals videos and programs and other materials that I could learn about it to help me to understand the things that I've been reading in the Bible. She said, after watching these videos for the past year, I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal savior. I am so excited about my new faith as a Christian, and I want to announce it to others and connect with Christians as we share the hope of Jesus Christ to others. A new listener in Poland shared, as my world went under a dramatic change during the pandemic, I was unable to cope with the crisis. 
My little restaurant went bankrupt, and I had no source of income. I became depressed and discouraged. Life did not make sense, and I decided to end my life, and almost was successful. But a friend found me laying unconscious on my apartment. He rescued me. Later, he took me into his home and kept me there so I would not be alone during this time of depression. But every day, he would quietly in his little apartment listen to Transworld radio program. And I could hear everything that was said on the radio because his apartment was very small. And God began to speak to my heart. I stayed there one month, and then I went back to my own apartment and, and continued to listen to those programs. After three months, I found the hope of the gospel. I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, and I left this evil world to find fellowship with those who are saved in Jesus Christ. He said, thank you for producing those programs. I would love to meet you someday. I want to let you know that your, your programs have transformed my life. The last thing, they not only must hear the message, but the most important thing is they must believe the message of salvation. A homeless man in Poland shared his testimony how he found Christ on his bathbed. I am 64 years old, he said, and I've been homeless for many years because my small agricultural income was not enough to even rent a small apartment. So therefore I lived in a homeless shelter. He said, one day I fell ill with COVID-19. I thought it was a cold, but after three days, I started coughing and gasping for air. The ambulance came and picked me up, and they went to one hospital, then to another hospital, and to another hospital. There were no vacancies anywhere. Finally, in a distant hospital, they found a hospital would accept me. When the doctor saw me, the test result, they realized that they put me on a ventilator and began an intensive rescue operation. He said, I was surrounded by people with white coveralls, goggles, and masks. I knew that I could die at any minute. My bed had a window. Outside the window, the only living thing I could see was a bird perched on a branch. But one of the people in my, my, home, my room had a radio, and he'd been listening to every day to the programs of Transworld Radio. And as you are dying, your thoughts go intensely on what is really important in life. And as I heard on the radio the program about the hope of Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ came to the world, Jesus Christ died for my sins and gave me eternal life, I thought the message was incredible and really exciting for me. And there on my deathbed, I turned my life to Jesus Christ and accepted him as my personal savior. He went on to say, after that, the second miracle happened that I nor the doctors expected. They didn't expect that I would live, yet within a few short days, I had revived and they sent me back to their homeless shelter. I told the social worker about what had happened. And because I did not have enough money to connect to the internet to have a radio, she loaned me her, her portable radio that I could listen to it for an hour a day and listen to your programs. 
I am so grateful for you for saving my life and for the faith that God has given me. I face many challenges here in the homeless shelter because many people do not believe and want me to listen to those programs. But that doesn't matter anymore because I have a faith in Jesus Christ. A Polish woman shared during the pandemic, being confined into our home with the constant threat of COVID-19 infecting our family, we were trapped in our home, nowhere to go, leading us to the brink of destruction. The overwhelming stress caused my husband and me to be aggressive and begin to yell at each other. Eventually, we began to screaming at our children. The stress continued to build up. We started beating them, and there in our home was crying, remorse, anger, and upset. Our oldest daughter fled to her radio programs, which we did not like or accept. During the, even before the pandemic, she had been listening to those programs and had been sneaking out of the house and going to meet with a group of people that we thought was a dangerous sect. At one point during the pandemic, I was at my wit's end. I went into to my daughter's room, grabbed one of her brochures about Transworld Radio, and began to read it with finding an excuse to vent at her. As I was doing that, my husband burst into the room and beat me up, and I realized we could not go on anymore. We were trapped with no place to go. But my daughter gently said, God sees you and understands you. He forgives you just as I do. Her words pierced my heart, and for the first time, I realized that I need to take her seriously. We sat down on her bed, and she explained to us what she had been listening to and how the programs had impacted her life. She said that was six months ago. God has healed our entire family of aggression. Your programs have changed our lives. We now participate with a daughter in the meetings that she has with other believers. It took the most profound crisis in our life to restore us to loving unity. This is why we decided to donate 10% of our income to you. There's nothing that could express our gratitude for saving our lives. This morning, while I was preparing to, for this morning to share, I had this terrible knot in my stomach. I always get nervous before I speak. I'm an introvert. But it was killing me. And as I talked to God, God said, mission starts right here. I said, Carry Alliance? He said, yes, Carry Alliance Church. I've been sharing stories with you about how people have come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, people living in sin who have no hope, no help, but found eternal hope and eternal life through Jesus Christ. You know, those stories, God's, there may be somebody here this morning who's going, going to walk out this door without any hope. They do not know 
you may not know that you have eternal salvation in Lord Jesus Christ. And I challenge you this morning, if you don't have hope, if you don't have God's forgiveness of your sin, if Jesus Christ's blood did not cleanse you from all your sins, please do that today. Accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and he will forgive you and give you the eternal hope of Jesus Christ. The passage I read this morning concludes with the words, as is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. When Jesus gave his great commission, he, before he ascended to heaven, he commanded his disciples to go to the ends of the world. None of us are exempt from that command. We must all send. We must all pray. We must all give. We must all go, some of us further than others. And we must all preach and tell the good news of Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ gives hope in our Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the world. You know, when God has promised to go with us wherever we go, God has given us the means to do it. And as, you, as we seek to bring the gospel to the ends of the world, Transworld Radio is just one of the tools that God is using to bring the hope of the gospel to cross those political barriers, those social barriers, those religious barriers, language barriers, geographic barriers, economic barriers, and intellectual barriers. Today's technology enables us to do things that were not possible during the life of Jesus Christ. On behalf of Transworld Radio, I want to thank you for your partnership with us in bringing the hope of the gospel to the most unreached of the world. Thank you.